This episode of the Butane by ABIC podcast is brought to you by the Aesthetic and Beauty Industry Council. Hello and welcome to the Butane by ABIC podcast, your online support community for the aesthetic and beauty industry. Here, we are strengthening and unifying the industry through representation, innovation and education. This is a platform created and dedicated to the aesthetic and beauty industry, valuing unity and advancement. We serve to represent, support and inspire you by connecting you with industry experts, expanding your knowledge through educational pieces and bringing you the latest industry news. This is Beauté by Avic. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller, and today's guest is Felicia Tappenden, the founder and owner of CanGrow, an Australian beauty enterprise created by her own personal need for a safe, effective and affordable solution to achieving longer and thicker natural lashes. Felicia launched her first product, Long Lashes Eyelash Enhancer, in 2017 after 12 months of rigorous research, human trials and comprehensive testing making them the first Australian-made lash serum to hit the market. It was important to Felicia that the product was safe, effective and able to be used on even the most sensitive eyes, which is why Kangro's Australian-made formula is vastly different to other lash serums on the market. Felicia's story is one of overcoming overwhelming odds and challenges to sustain and grow her ethical Australian business. Her mantra, real beauty is the confidence to be yourself, has driven her to expand beyond Cangro's initial triumph with their lash serum into a more diverse range of beauty products addressing everyday beauty and skin needs. Her product line now includes eyebrow and hair growth serums, collagen powders, skincare solutions, as well as a selection of tubular and lash growth mascaras, with Cangro recently introducing a laminating eyebrow gel to its impressive array of offerings. Today, to talk about what her tremendous challenges have taught her about overcoming adversity, fostering resilience, and the importance of perseverance in every aspect of life and business, we welcome Felicia Tappenden from Cangro. Felicia, welcome to the podcast. It's so lovely to have you back. Oh, look, thanks, Steph. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, you're a very special guest with a very unique story. And there are some listeners out there that have never met you before and have never listened to your previous podcast. So we always start the podcast in the same way. Felicia, tell us how you came to be in the beauty industry. Yeah, uh, look, it, it kind of fell upon me about um, seven years ago, I was using a lash serum myself and was really allergic to it. It had what we know now were nasty ingredients at the time we didn't know. So I decided to make my own. Um, it wasn't easy. It took a, over a year to, de- to develop the formula. I was looking at doing it offshore to begin with and then found out that the ingredients that were in it were not safe. So we cut that uh, cut that story short and started to manufacture here in Australia 
and yeah from there it's just grown and grown and added a lot of more products to the range but yeah basically we started out with long lashes our um lash serum wow that's a pretty unique inspiring story so you just picked up a product one day and thought gosh i've had this reaction what is happening out there i think i can i think i can do this better and i'm going to venture off and create a business how did you have the courage to do something like that look it was very scary and we didn't at the time know if there was a market for lash serums like now obviously but this was seven years ago when they weren't really on the market there were only a few and they were from canada and america so it was a big leap of faith and i actually launched the business with a um, indiegogo campaign and pre-sold them um, to make sure there was a market for it. So, yeah, that's how it started. Really entrepreneurial Indiegogo. And that's that's a uh, platform that funds, crowdfunds, I suppose. Yeah, we sold all the products at a cheaper rate prior to actually getting them. So we had the money to fund our first production run, which was tiny back then. I look, I think it was like a 1,000 or 2,000 units. But, yeah, that's how it sort of started seven years ago. That's such a great story. And tell us about your products. What is special about your particular products? I'm very passionate about quality ingredients, safe ingredients, and knowing what is inside your product. So my lash, hair, and brow serums, skincare, are all manufactured here in Australia. The factory that makes them, it's a skincare factory, is literally one minute up from my house. So I'm often there every single week chatting to them, watching my products being made. And yeah, so I'm really passionate about that and just doing the right thing, having a good quality product that is safe and people can trust. Sounds like you have a brilliant, super ethical, mind you, Australian business and your eye is all over it and there's nothing like having the owner, the creator there observing every step of the way and ensuring that quality control because sometimes you wonder you purchase products off the shelf and you do wonder what kind of quality control they've been through having the factory up the road from your house though well that didn't happen by accident (laughs) i actually moved house to be near the factory so yeah well you've got a um a beautiful business there but recently you've encountered some quite significant challenges Some of you out there may have actually already heard Felicia's story in the news and the current affair. Felicia, in your own words, tell us, what happened to you in your business recently? Look, it happened a few months ago. I noticed my wholesale part of my business had really slowed down. And that's where the majority of my sales come from. It's where I focus my business. Ideally, my business will be 100% wholesale. I do not want to sell direct online. So... It's completely where my focus has been this year. And I noticed it started to drop and I started to worry. I then received a phone call from one of my wholesale stockers. She's got three salons and she's a lovely lady and she's been buying from me forever. And she was really concerned that she had been contacted by Cloudflare who had taken down her website and said, you are not allowed to sell long lashes eyelash enhancer because the product has been copywritten, just a whole range of reasons. They basically said that I had copied another product. So she had to get her IT guy involved. Five hours later, they'd worked out what had happened and I was starting to to worry at that point. It wasn't long after that. 
that I received more phone calls from more stockists mm-hmm. saying the same thing. Shopify had sent them a takedown notice um, saying that I had copied another product. Now, that business, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say their name or not, um, are a big American company that do sell an eyelash serum, but after I spent days and days researching it, they launched over a year after I did. So there is no way possible that I could have copied their product when I launched. It was, I think it was two years before them. I had my trademark a year before them. And yeah, so basically we've worked out they were just working around behind my back and going to my stockists and telling them to take my product down. And they were doing that through Shopify. The biggest issue was they weren't coming directly to me. They were doing it behind my back. And I don't know how many salons had been contacted, how many people were worried about selling my product. That is quite significant and and also for a business owner quite horrific to go through something like that not understanding what's happening with your business noticing a downturn in sales and then receiving phone calls from your partners from your clinical partners from your salon partners advising you that this was happening what were your first thoughts and emotions when you learnt of this i have spent weeks crying over this thinking it was the end it was the end of the business if I lose my salons and they stop buying from me my business is gone because they are my business they are the people that I speak to every day Um, I have great relationships with them and it would be the end so it was really really scary how did you pick yourself up when you're in that state and say right now I need to stop you know existing in this fear kind of state yeah I calmed myself down and started making phone calls to my trademark attorney who got my trademark for me Mm. I think that was five years ago he had a look at everything and he said look you're going to need a US trademark attorney because the company that's coming for you are an American company then I rang Austrade and Austrade put me on to the Australian small business ombudsman and they were amazing They spoke with me, looked into everything, and they act as a mediator. They wrote a legal letter to the company that was coming for me, explaining there is no way I could have copied my trademark. Everything was done before. There's, there's There's no substance to what they're saying. At the same time, I personally contacted that company, and I also personally contacted Shopify. Now, this is where it gets scary. Shopify basically turned around and said to me, when somebody puts in a complaint like this, and it's called a DMCA takedown notice on Shopify, it's Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Mm. Once they submit that to us, we legally have to pass that on. And if if the products aren't taken down, we take them down. You need to go seek legal counsel, legal help. Is any proof required for them to be able to take someone down? This is the worst part, no. So it probably took my competitor less than 60 seconds. You go into Shopify, they put a link to their product, a link to my product, and basically said, we've copied. And it was that easy. Got that much damage to be done that quickly. And Shopify don't care. They don't care about, they they did no due diligence whatsoever. They don't even look into, is this a substantial claim? No. Even when I contacted the Shopify legal team directly with all the evidence 
much more evidence that had been put against me to prove that I was around years before this company and there is no way possible I could have copied them. They didn't even reply back. At that point, a lot of people would have given up, but you absolutely didn't rest. You took dramatic action in every single way. Even though you didn't get responses from some of them, you rallied people, you wrote to government agencies and bodies, you wrote to us uh, a good six weeks ago, I think, and then you carried out a plan, a master plan, to get and regain control. Your Honestly, your perseverance and determination is incredible. How did all of this continue? How did you get your decisive action? How did that actually come to fruition and and come up with the result that you had now? Because now you have your website back. Yeah, so basically the ombudsman, their letter that they sent the American company and the fact that I had contacted everybody who worked at that company, I found them through LinkedIn, I'd got contacted them through um, social media and they only had one email address that I could find, contacted them through that. So despite the fact that nobody came back to us, we've collectively managed to scare them away and also said to them, hang on a minute, you copied us, you came after us Mm. and if we want, we can do this back to you but we won't. I mean, it's a horrible thing to have had happen and I myself have had hundreds of copycats since I launched my product, but never in a million years would I bring anybody down. I'm not in the business of bringing, there's plenty of business for everybody. There's not just one lash serum. There's not just one form of soft drink or one white sneaker. There's lots. And you know, we should all be raising one another up, not bringing one another down. The Aesthetic and Beauty Industry Council is Australia's peak industry body, representing the collective professional beauty and aesthetic, salon, clinic and spa community. Created for the industry, by the industry, our council is a collaboration of industry leaders who bring their commitment and specialised skills to raise industry standards, guide regulation and be a strong voice to government. At ABIC, our purpose is to provide an accessible and supportive organisation for the betterment of the professional beauty and aesthetic field, to enhance working practices and promote unity across the various sectors of the industry. ABIC's mission also includes being a trusted source of referral, education and guidance for clients of the beauty and aesthetic profession. ABIC is here to support our members through an extensive offering, including hundreds of valuable resources, HR support and industry expert facilitators to ensure your continued growth and success. Join us today and together let's safeguard the future of the beauty and aesthetic industry. Find us at www.theabic.org.au. At ABIC, we are here for you. So um, it wasn't just that. I had a lot of my salons. I like to think that I'm quite personable and I do speak to my salons, my wholesale clients. You know, they're my business. They came, they heard about it when I went on a current affair. Uh, The next morning after I was on a current affair, I had hundreds and hundreds of emails, direct messages, um, text messages, voicemail messages from people reaching out to me saying, I'm sorry, this has happened. What can we do to help or we'll support you. And I have never in my entire life felt more support from a community 
I can't even begin to describe how I felt. I'd gone from the lowest of low, feeling so alone, having all these people hold me up and put their arms around me and help me. And I don't know how we've managed to turn something so horrible into something so beautiful. It was just everybody else's support just, you know, saved the day. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of our of community, isn't it? And that's the beauty of our, our aesthetic and beauty community is that when times are tough, we all do come together and that's really what ABIC is about as well and that's why we're having you on the podcast today and that's why we've spoken with you and 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 heard your plight because now there's more work to do there are there are some salons and clinics out there that are that do stock or that did stock your brand that are perhaps concerned still that some action may be taken if they do continue to stock your brand or perhaps wanted to stock can grow but are hesitant now and we're here to tell you that Felicia's been vindicated. She has the entire support of ABIC as the Aesthetic and Beauty Industry Council, the support of all of Australia basically behind her and all the Australian consumer bodies behind her. She has her copyright. She has her trademarks. Everything is in order. And we are completely safe to support you and in the right, actually. Um, it's the right thing to do. We've got an Australian company, it's an ABIC member, Felicia's a dear, dear ABIC supplier member of ours who supports the industry. And Felicia, you've given back right since the beginning of ABIC. When ABIC first opened up, you were one of the first ones to say, well, I'm supporting the industry. I'm going to help all the professionals in the industry, help my clinics and salons by giving back and, and providing them a peak body to support them and you're seeing all of that support come back in spades and now we're here to tell you it is definitely safe to stock felicia's products as a matter of fact if you're looking for a, a lash brow serum and some really great skincare you really should give felicia a call because i can tell you i've been using these products for six months and you sent them to me felicia and they are insanely good oh <laughs> thank <no> you. reactions <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, I mean, it is also, I guess, a um, a tougher time right now. You know, salons are doing it tough. You know, that they don't have the people coming through that they used to. But I do look after my salons every single month. I do something for them. There will be an offer. There will be an email in their inbox reaching out to them. I, I have small minimum orders. Just I, I really want, I'd really like to feel close to them. And I put myself in their shoes and think, how would I feel if I was a small salon? A lot of them are just at-home salons. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't want to have to order 24, you know, products. So I do let them have small minimums. I'm always here if they're struggling. And you're always re I'm always having an offer for them of some sort to try and help them sell more. And that's beautiful. I actually did a podcast earlier today. It was all about the client experience and, and not just the end consumer, but the partnerships that you have with incredible suppliers because they can be the make or break of your business. And depending on how your supplier looks after you with the minimum orders, with education, with um, obviously some special orders and special discounts and things like that, but just being that ear and helping them grow their business and being there for them can make or break a clinic and salon. And yes, we are doing it tough. I have a couple of clinics myself and I feel 
that it, it you know it is changing times it has been much more difficult lately so i i feel what your stockists feel as well and i can guarantee that with this product as i said i've seen amazing results on on myself i've had my sister use it as well she loves it uh, it's it's a quality product and the last thing you want to do is you know disappoint your clients right because you're, you're the one that's recommending the product to your clients so you're the face of that that product so you're, you're kind of the face of kangro when you're selling kangro in your in your salon or clinic and um the wonderful thing about this is that you can really trust that the quality control is so superb the ingredients are top notch and the product actually does work so i feel like australian business let's get out there and support felicia and um, we'll be doing some more work with you as well felicia we are having uh, a wonderful new journal um, edition coming out at the end of the year and it will have felicia's story in it and how she overcame challenges because that's one thing that's really resonating with our clinic members and our business owners at the moment how to overcome challenges because all of us are experiencing not sure what the sign of the times is but there's so many challenges thrown at us every day isn't there oh there is it's just um it's been a few years i think of um challenges and i'm just hoping next year is going to be a better year for all and it's important to um to talk about resilience and to to hear people's stories such as yourself because that is inspirational for us to be able to think okay felicia overcame that I can too. I'm not alone. And the power of reaching out, like, didn't that just completely blow your mind when you did? I cried more after all these people contacted me because it was just, it was amazing. It was beautiful. I mean, I, I did get back to every single person that contacted me. I'm talking hundreds. It took me a week to respond to everybody, but I wanted each person to know that they touched my heart and what they emailed me or messaged me made a difference it made me keep going just to feel so supported it it was yeah amazing and that's the beautiful part of being in a community and a community like abic as well is that we're all here to support each other um you'll hear much more of felicia's story soon but felicia thank you so much for coming on our podcast today and sharing what has been an extremely harrowing time for you and having the courage to come out and and do something about it as well and show us all as an example that we can overcome challenges and if we ever have anything like that happen to our business you can reach out to Ava you can reach out to Felicia and ask for some advice and we are here to support you so thank you again for being on our podcast Felicia thank you so much you've reached the end of another episode of the Beauté by Avic podcast your online support community for the aesthetic and beauty industry. Thank you for listening and until next time, stay connected.